almost done with that one, so we gotta try to crank out a couple more of these. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we want to start, as we do every episode, by inviting you to look into Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. That is a non-profit cat rescue just outside of the St. Louis area over in what we call Edwardsville. It's the only thing about Illinois I really like at all. It's because they save cats. I was thinking about this the other day. People are the problem. And when people are the problem, people do things like they don't uh, spay or neuter their pets. And their pets have uh, too many babies that then don't have homes. And then a lovely family has to come in and dedicate their life to saving cats, which they've done over a thousand something times. So if you got an extra five, 10, 15, 20, $55 in your pocket, it goes directly to feeding treating, saving, and adopting out uh, rescued cats. Uh, we're planning some fundraising. I'm on the board of directors with them, so stay tuned about that. We'll get down to it. Uh, I'm in a band called No Antics. We're playing this coming Saturday at the Platypus. I'm in a band called Blinded by Stereo. We're playing this coming Friday, I believe, at the Heavy Anchor. I just played Saturday night Sky Music Lounge out there in Baldwin for the Gentiles. <laughs> With Flyover State, that's a Tom Petty tribute band. We do some like Americana kind of uh, 70s and 80s kind of Americana stuff. So it was fun. It was a good time. Um, uh, I think I made about a dollar for every minute it took me to drive there. So <sighs> praise God. Are we supposed to be coming to your show at Platypus on Saturday? Platypus is the one you should come to. You said it was at 10 o'clock, right? I probably I probably won't play that. till ten. Well, no, that's because dinner. Ellie's going to be in town. I know. That's why I'm saying, are we supposed to come to that as a group? I would not expect them to do that. Ellie won't want to do that. Well, we'll see. Ellie doesn't like shows. We'll see. Ellie used to have look. To babysit. I'm in a dark place. I could probably get her to do whatever I need her to right wow. now. Wow. I'm just saying. She said she would fly in immediately if I needed her to. Oh well, she didn't say that to me. Well, what if I need something? I'm here. I'll, I appreciate you. That's maybe that's what she thought. She said, Emma's, that's why you've been around so much. Ellie's like, I'm not coming over all the way to town just to see his crazy ass. Emma is here. You've met Emma before. Emma's been on the show. She's a big fan of the show. Yeah. And um, uh, she got me, she made me this ashtray. I'm a big fan of you. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Gross. It's an egg and bacon, and I can burn incense and I can put my weed in here. Yeah. I, I really cherish this in a oh, way God. that. Uh, I'm afraid to break it. <laughs> Please don't. It took me a long time to make that. You made it. Not really. Well. Just in bulk. I've just been making stuff, you know? Uh, you you make pottery at home? Yeah. How? Air dry clay. Really? I stoned and I make stuff. So you don't have a big wheel? No. This I is wish. A, this is dope. air dry clay here. Yeah. And then what do you do with it? I painted it and then I put a acrylic glaze over the top. An acrylic glaze. And you don't have to kiln it. No. I mean, you can't like put water in it. Why not? Because then it'll dissolve the clay. That's how you break it down again. So, like, I had a bunch oh. of projects that like I didn't like or they cracked or something. And then I just threw them back in the jar and put water in. And now I have brand new clay. Really? That's an amazing thing. I wish we, that, that would be a good sponsor for this show. Well, you know. Who makes it? Crayola. Real, uh, that's a little. <laughs> that's that's kind of highbrow for me. Yeah. That's a little highfalutin for this. <laughs> I don't know if they want anything to do with this podcast. Hey at guys all. at Crayola, Jacob V here. Uh, I'm still waiting on that Lions Choice money. <laughs> 
I was just talking about that the other night with somebody I was texting and I never want Taco Bell ever. I didn't grow up eating Taco Bell. I never liked it in high school, but I like crave it maybe once a year. I was craving it super bad this on is Saturday a- night. And this guy was like, I oh, I usually you? like Lion's Choice. Can I stop you for a minute? <laughs> this is exactly how Clay started the show last week. Clay started the show. I just episode today. So maybe I was it's saying in my brain. something about... Um, I wanted to eat something. And he said, you know what you got to get is Taco Bell. I said, I, what? Yeah. yeah. Here's my problem is he I can get Taco lunch. Bell yeah. anytime I want Ugh. because I'm always driving past one that I know I can get through in a reasonable amount of time. So if I yeah. even think for a minute that I want Taco Bell, <laughs> I can have Taco Bell. So I never, ever crave Taco Bell because just there. I drive past the Taco Bell in Kirkwood almost every day. I drive past the Taco Bell in Shrewsbury almost every day. I drive past Ugh. the Taco Bell on Hampton almost every day. Where's the- oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm right okay. here by the Taco Bell on Kings Highway. Why are you doxing yourself? Um, go to the Taco Bell on Kings Highway and just do concentric circles until you find my house. I dare you. <laughs> just go out in a perimeter until you find my house, you fucking lurkers. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're bad with internet security. That's what my wife keeps telling me. <laughs> what do I do about that? Because I told her that. Because I saw your address in a music video. God damn YouTube. it. I knew she didn't notice. I knew somebody else noticed. <laughs> yeah, of course I noticed. I'm all about security. Well, I don't ever want to hear you ask me for my address again. <laughs> it's saved in my phone. Um, I don't that's another you. thing we should mention. I love making music videos. And I've been making the music videos for the no antics. And I just wish I could just make music videos full time. So if you want a music video made, I could do it for a less than you think. Hit me up. I'll we make Molly edit make, it for 20%. We have to make our music video. Well, that's what I'm saying. For so TTP, you know? you That would be a good... What's the word? That would be a good spec project. Sure. Meaning we make the music video and then that would be a good for instance. But like, is that kind of music coming back? Like the Kesha vibe? I think it should. I mean, I, we're getting close fashion wise, I feel like, to that era of the 2000s. Like I'm waiting for the Yeah, the my favorite shit print. is the shit you've been sharing me with the girls <laughs> from the early 2000s with like the spray tan and like the... No, that wasn't me. I think I sent maybe one. But you know which one All of us about. collectively, yeah. Because it was like... I've been getting a lot of We wore of this at Club Europe. And I was like, no, we li- I literally had business casual chic to the club. Business casual chic. Um, we have a phone number for the show, 314-626-4208, which means if you're watching live, you can always drop us a message to chime in. Um, use complete sentences. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, that's on the screen here. Um, I also want to mention Easy Living is my quarantine anthem, and it's streaming on all platforms. Easy space LVN. Uh, it's my main solo thing to plug right now. But also, Blinded by Stereo has a record out. We're working on a second one. No Antics is working on their first full-length LP. We're playing both those bands are playing this weekend. So hit us up. It's about to be March. Um, Emma, you're kind of my astrological consultant. Yeah. And so you. there's a <laughs> phenomenon that we've talked about on the show that I want to ask you about, and I also want to know what's happening currently. Uh, okay. So you're going to ask this. I'm so mad. I didn't. I thought about preparing something earlier, but I was like, no. Well, no, no, no. But we can figure it out live. That's kind of the theme of the show. Okay. I didn't even I forgot we were doing this until I was about to clock out at work. Um, Also, shout out to the Copper Kettle Power Bark. Not a sponsor, but this is delicious. And I'm going to start eating it now. Uh, This is good because it's like a fudgy dark chocolate thing. But it's also it feels healthy because it's got cranberries and shit. 
Oh. I had two of those, yeah. You had two of these? Yeah. Out of my bag? Yeah. God damn! Sure did. Um, so right now I believe all planets are direct, which hasn't happened in a while. We've had a lot of Mercury retrogrades, a lot of just retrogrades in general. Yeah, I always wonder about that. Um, let's see. But like, why? What do you mean why are all planets direct right now? That's just how they're orbiting. Okay, but what does that mean? It means they're all going the same direction. But Nobody's going backwards. How does that affect? Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so it's like, so like retrograde is when like our planet, it, the planet's moving away from Earth. And it's aligned because it's not all just like a straight circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. um, And so from what I heard, because uh, I follow astro Lori on tiktok shout out to astro Lori because she's the bomb mm -hmm. and i always send you guys the monthly updates when i get them um she said in her yearly predictions that this year was going to be split up into three parts so january to march was going to be one part which it's been a fucking part. It's been a part. I need, <laughs> it's I need been a, a part. I need a different part to start. I'm really glad that I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like an it is what it is kind of person. Like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, man. I mean, for me personally, uh, my sun signs in Gemini and the uh, tarot reading that I saw for a yearly was saying that I needed to be like a leaf in the wind, like go with the flow. And I've I always like, said that, that about you. That doesn't align with a lot of my other personality traits, but I'll try. Um, so uh, it's been brutal, but anyway, and then March, I think March until September is going to be like pretty fast movement. Things are going to start going really well, you know, for people who are actually like working on being decent human beings. Um, mm. well, thank God. A lot of karmic cycles are ending for me for sure. Personally, that's true. Um, man, that should. That sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but so what can I ask you about a specific astrological phenomenon that I've just noted? Here's the thing is I reverse engineer a lot of this stuff, Okay. which means that if I am experiencing something that seems like there is a greater string of influence in uh, initiating those events. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That it must be related to an astrological phenomenon. Most likely. Yeah. Now, for example, <laughs> sometimes. I'll wake up and like basically every bipolar narcissist that I can think of <laughs> has decided to text me that day. Yeah, you were saying that on like what last week or the week before? Well, yeah, that we were just we've talked about this a couple of times because it happens. I'm caught up now. Aren't okay. you so proud of me? I'm proud of you. I'm I've binged thankful. a whole year's worth of episodes of this podcast. That means this is the perfect time for you to be here. <clears throat> I know. So so what I want to know is what might cause that? I mean, generally speaking, probably a full moon. Like the moon controls water. We're made up of water. It only makes sense. You can ask anybody in any kind of service industry or gas station clerks. Uh, the one by my place one night I said something and I was like, Oh, did you see the moon? And he was like, no, why? And I was like, Oh, it's a full moon and a like eclipse or something. And he, and he said, that's like, it. We're closed. He was like, yeah, great. And I was like, Fucking Oh yeah, great. sorry. And I was like, but no, we're, I'm a Gemini. So blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Oh, me too. And we bonded. Prince was a Gemini. Was he? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a full moon normally, like hospitals too, crazy cops always say that too. Like, yeah, that's just normally what it is. I like that um, that season of Reno 911. They said people try to fuck us up on Halloween. <laughs> I started watching that from the beginning and I didn't, I like 
stopped at some point. I just didn't go back to it. But well, I love that show. the mid. Yeah, there there was some later stuff that was really good, but there's definitely a mid hump. They got they moved networks twice in the latter half of that show. Yeah. And it kind of fucked up their groove. And then they were gonna do Tubi well, and then Tubi movies. went bankrupt. They did two movies. And that's kind of when it like started going downhill because they had to be a little bit more mainstream. You kind of jumped the shark. Would, like, back in the day when that show premiered, they would like drop the N word on live TV without being bleeped out. Hand to God. So <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Am I going to be okay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think any of us are going to be okay. It, you know? it doesn't feel like it. I mean. Things are bad. I haven't paid attention to Capricorn stuff. Thanks. That's a rubbing salt in the wound. But uh, I'm a Capricorn. I'm talking about me. I can't remember <laughs> who all of your people remember. are. You have to send me your birth information and I can pull it up. Do that right now. I'll pull up your birth chart. We'll talk about it. What do you it. need to know? Text me your. <sighs> you don't date. want me to dox myself? Okay. No, no, because you can actually find information out about anyway. Yeah, your they birthday. Could up, they could pick up my prescriptions from Walgreens. Your day, month, year, what time you were born, and where specifically. So, like St. Louis, Missouri, or like if you knew like De Pere or whatever. Uh huh. It was Bridgeton. Bridgeton? I was born at DePaul Hospital. That's why I'm all fucked up. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, it was vaguely that time of day. Do you need to know what day of the week that was? Do I need to look that up? No. And It'll uh, tell me. Um, you work on that for a minute. Um, I'm here. Yeah. Have you been following, while I'm doing this, because I can multitask. I believe it. Um, have you been watching or know anything about the Murdoch trials going on right now? Who? See? Here, I'll look that See? up. See? See? So it's this lawyer and the whole family they live they're in the low country in south carolina which here's the thing i'm pretty good at picking up on southern accents uh my family's from the south so i'm pretty good at picking up the dialect of different areas but the low country south carolina accent sounds very similar to a louisiana accent and i'm it's a double murder trial language yes but so he is on trial for murdering his wife and son. Mm-hmm. The son I have that heard he about murdered, this. I haven't been following it. Oh, the I, I, there's an HBO documentary. Two weeks of testimony. It's very good. The HBO documentary is good to watch first. It's not as updated. The Netflix documentary just came out this past week. It is fantastic. But the son that was murdered, he killed somebody when he was drunk driving a boat. And then the other son, Buster... There's another son? Yes. Can you and imagine? they all look just as bad. Can you they imagine? They all look inbred. Um, he yeah. allegedly was in a relationship with a man, and that man was found dead in the middle of the road from injuries not sustained from falling out of a car or being hit by a car. And so the, all of these, we- oh, and like the housekeeper died on their property. Jesus! There's a bunch of murders tied to this family, and he also was embezzling like, millions of dollars to pay for his oxy habit well that's how that that's how that starts (laughs) it's fucking wild that's how that's you know who i just saw a clip apparently um who from drake and josh josh yeah what was his last name bell no that's drake's last name well that's the thing so (laughs) but the the pudgier on the dot for your birth time uh it is right around there Okay, well, yeah, 
Because it differs every 10 minutes. Um, Nobody really knows the exact. Oh, it's you know on what? your With... birth certificate. Oh, I have that. I just sent that to my dear sweet wife. That's another funny thing we got to talk about. I was born about. at 12.35 p.m. on a Friday. The exact time is on here? Yeah. Oh, my God. My parents are such hoosiers. They didn't file this until February 13th. <laughs> Don't speak about your mother like that. Well, me. it's like my birthday is the... My birthday is... It's just like they didn't have... They didn't leave themselves much time. Oh, my God. Bridgeton... I don't see a time on here. I got date. I got county. You really don't know what time you were born? I'm pretty sure. My mom doesn't remember the exact time. She always says it's like, it was like three in the afternoon. Okay. Well, we'll go with three. Do you want to call her? Uh, yes. Call your mother. Let's FaceTime her right now. <laughs> She's going to be so mad. <laughs> I didn't do it. This is his idea. I just, I can't believe we don't know. And we need this information. This is like that meme. Just text me. Hey, do you know what time of day I was born? Early morning? Oh. Jacob. Do you know, like, it was at like seven o'clock? Oh, I love you so much. Be safe. 7.30 in the morning. I'm glad I called. 7.30 in the morning and 3 p.m. are not the same at all. I, it must My be Clay. God. Clay must have been born at 3 p.m. Whew, all right. <clears throat> She's so upset. She was dead asleep. <laughs> I could tell you're terrible. She She's only answered because she thought I was dead. She said, honey, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got to get up at four in the morning. That poor girl. <laughs> She's a patron. That's what we didn't mention yet. The only way to support this show financially is patreon.com. Mike. I officially need to get you a cough button. <laughs> oh, my God. God. You just did that right in the microphone. I'm so sorry. You know how disruptive that's so going to be in post? in Capricorn. It's concerning. I have so many what? <laughs> you have so many planets in Capricorn. All sun, my planets. This is plain everything. Your sun, your moon, your Mercury, your Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and your North Node are all in Capricorn. My North Node <laughs> is in Capricorn. This makes so much more sense about you. How have I never run your chart? I know you guys sent me all your information. No, it's because I probably sent you the wrong time, dude. <laughs> I didn't I look at probably sent it, you though. Clay's birth time. No, I, di I didn't look it up. I know Clay's chart. Clay and I are friends on CoStar because I also yelled at Clay to get his life together in your mother's pool one day and made him download CoStar and work on himself. Was that it? He's been doing really good. <laughs> it must be I you. bullied him. That's what it takes. <laughs> That's what it takes. Me and Rachel bullied your brother in your mom's pool. That's why my together. some of my best friends. That's why we're not closer. Is because they 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 because I went crazy for a while. So now they come at me all soft. I'm like, you got to put me in my place. <laughs> I know. Actually, the, I know, you know I haven't the real been around reason, that often. And who are you now? You're turning into this weird Joe Rogan freak. What? Okay. Okay, hold on. We'll don't you dare! I don't even lie. like you him. You can lie to your wife. You cannot lie to me. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Get the fuck out of here. I. You a, don't listen to his show at all, ever? No, that's not what I said. I didn't say that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're consuming that kind of media. Ugh, it makes Ooh. so much sense. Anyway. It's mostly old billionaires farting on each other, so I usually get bored of it. Like, the Dave Chappelle episode was so boring. I was Who? like, I'd rather listen to two Vietnam veterans fight over a tuna steak. Who is that comedian with the, the mullet? 
that always has like wild ass stories about his life. He's just telling stories about his life and it's funny. Theo Vaughn. Yeah. He, Joe Rogan was like Theo Vaughn and like some other guy, like they have this style of comedy that like you can't even explain. I'm like, like, that's not true. That's called trauma. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, I, yeah, I can. That, I don't. He, I can there was also, like there was a clip too. about him and Sebastian, but he mostly was talking about Theo. Maybe. But Sebastian Metascalco doesn't have trauma. Joe Rogan somehow sometimes pops up on my For You page TikTok. So yeah, that's not your fault. Not that's like that's like that's like if we had TikTok in the '90s, it'd be like Oprah would be in your for you page, but well, yeah. you didn't have to be watching Oprah. No, um, that's what's crazy is how unoriginal and dumb Trump most people house. are. Is that they, you know what? If I mean, people should listen to this show over that one. This is a better show. He sees so many possibilities that it can be overwhelming to choose. Me? Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Done. Sun in your twelfth house. What is that? Oh, not my twelfth house. Well, I mean, the it, each house rules something different. Like I, I don't even remember, but like your twelfth house. No, your twelfth house is your like psychic abilities, because I have scorp. No, that's Pluto. Mm. I don't know. I'm stoned. Make sure um, you're talking into the mic. What? Make sure you're talking to the microphone. Oh, sorry. No, and there you were fine. Your but I just want to make sure you keep it in mind. Um. <coughs> An unmistakably dreamy, inspired, and sensitive side to you. That's mo- that's the whole side. A marked appreciation for music and the arts is present. Duh. <laughs> okay, okay, that's interesting. I would say ex- exclusive so obsession. Capricorn, but. dude. That makes so much sense. I actually have a lot of Capricorn in my chart as well. My friend Molly told me that Capricorns are obsessed with money. Yeah. But why don't I ever have any? Because you spend it. Is that- I mean, but you hustle, though. That's the thing. Like... You're not without money. You're always making money. You're just yeah. spending it as fast as you're saying. I could be making you know, a lot a more judgment. right now. What are we saving for, you know? Well, I, I used to save. And then I put it all in this house when I abandoned my career. Lilith, Lilith and Sagittarius. Lilith and Sagittarius together? In Sagittarius. That's what I he said. He may have felt uncomfortable or even ashamed for his curiosity, questions, restlessness, mm-hmm. and the need to challenge and question yeah. life, facts, beliefs. Or the need to get away, expand, and seek meaning. Yes. You may feel uncomfortable around people who are suppressing these Sagittarian traits, not quite trusting them. Learning to accept and even embrace these traits without apology can be empowering. can also help end a cycle of going to extremes with these traits. That sounds like solid life advice for you right now as your best friend of almost 20 years. Our anniversary is in August. What should I do? (sighs) You got to learn to accept and embrace the traits of just who you are. Like, just accept who you are. Other people, people would tell you I'm doing too much of that. I don't think so. You're accept. No, you're accepting your present situation. That's not who you are. Okay, that's good. That's good advice. I give very good advice. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I know. That's why we're friends for almost 20 so, years. What about coming up? So what does someone in my astrological position have to look forward to? <sighs> I don't know. Honestly, I've been ignoring. Honest to God, I've been ignoring all Capricorn stuff, but I will keep an eye out and I will send you TikTok. Okay. Send we me a TikTok. A check in. And- but generally speaking, I mean, I think that Gemini and Capricorn, because I do, I have a lot of placements in Capricorn too, uh, which is why I'm stubborn as shit and always right. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, again, like as long as you're as you're doing the work and you're putting in the work and and 
working on yourself and being a better person and doing the right things, you know, karmically speaking, good things are going to be coming. Again, it's just everybody in general is seeing a lot of end to karmic cycles. And this is all subject to your place and your growth and your healing as well. Like, I can't speak for you because I don't know where you're at in your healing and stuff. I mean, I know where I'm at. And it's, that's the it is what it is phase. Um, radical acceptance? Radical self-acceptance, yes. Okay. That's and then, so what are, the, what are the things you're not radically accepting? What do you mean? Like, what am I just not tolerating? Well, okay. So anymore? if your goal is to radically accept yourself more, there are things in your life that you're not applying that radical acceptance to. I mean, definitely myself. Like, I've been really working on, one, choosing myself and choosing to love myself for my flaws and while acknowledging those flaws and still being able to work on them, but acknowledging that I have them because I am human, right? Like, nobody's perfect. Sure. I'm crazy. I am le you cannot legally own a gun crazy. <coughs> um, I can get you one. <laughs> I mean, I, I could get one too, but I don't need that in my life. Um, a good, there's strong, a reason a good, I don't have one. A you good know? strong taser, though, could do you some good in the I neighborhood have, you I live in. I have things to protect myself. I have, I have security measures and things like that. Um, I have non-lethal no, I mean, deterrence. Like, even, even with you guys, like even with my friends, like I, I feel like with COVID, I did a lot of like, I mean, of course I was by myself for most of COVID, like lockdown. And I feel like I isolated a lot and in what felt like I was in a position where like I couldn't trust who was genuinely my friend and who wasn't. And I mean, <laughs> that needed to happen to get rid of some people in my life, right? Because like I can love you and let you go. And sometimes that's the best thing and the most loving thing you can do for somebody. Like I have friends who I love dearly. They have my heart, <laughs> but they're in a different space in their life. And I don't yeah, that's need that's any always kind of really disingenuine hard. energy in my life. Like I only want people who are honest, honest to a fault. Like, again, like I am honest to a fault. Like yeah. I'm crazy and I know that about myself yeah. and I know I'm stubborn and I know all these things that are positives, but they can also be negative in, you know, an unhealed state. Uh, but I mean, trying to just reach out to my friends more and and trust and lean on the people that love me and that are in my life because I know that everybody who is currently in my life deserves to be in my life and belongs in my life. It's not a lot, but it's it's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of people had to do that inventory since quarantine. Definitely during. For sure. And then, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the relationships or habits that didn't need to resurface just didn't yeah well and it's I mean, also that's so hard to talk about because choice. i didn't quit drinking until quarantine started right and so i didn't start this show until then and right. so uh it's a weird uh we don't have data from exactly what was important before then it just feels like a totally different world oh it does it's, a different it's lifetime so, it's it's really weird it's weird to think about i had a career i was drinking myself to death i mean things were good yeah, I mean, I was, I'm not, I wasn't in the same spot, right? Because I, I feel like I, like the person I am today, whoever knew me yesterday, they don't, they don't know me anymore because I'm trying to constantly change and constantly do better and be better. And not for anything other than just because like, I just want to be a good person. I'm not doing it because I think, that, oh, I'm going to get prayed. Like, no, like, I just like to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like... I don't know. I, there still was a lot of growth that happened, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But again, it was a lot of learning to be by myself and love myself because I really didn't date for two years. I mean, I like dabbled here and there, but it was like I'd go on a date with somebody and it was either yes or no. And normally it was no after one date. I just That was the hardest thing I was, you know, I mean, when I was single, which didn't happen a lot because I was a serial monogamist. Uh, it was just like, a, I don't remember, I don't remember playing any music in that time between my last relationship and when I ended up with Keenan. I mostly remember dating and then mo- what yeah. that means is drinking too no, much. I was going to say, I don't remember you. We were mostly drinking. We weren't. We were drinking. We were eating toasted raviolis, just the outside of it. Shut up. Don't put me on blast like that. I would never. I would never. <laughs> you just did. So I, I leave like, a little of the meat inside. Yeah. Just a little though. It's, you know what? That's, don't come at me about my eating disorder stuff. Rude. I'm suing. <laughs> I'm going to own this podcast. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> that is a financial liability that I could offload. Keenan That's for and I sure. We're going to start a podcast. The we're broadband. I, told, I tell Keenan all the time Air she would be so good. She would be, she would be so good on a podcast. We could do a podcast about one of these shitty shows we love. I If we did a podcast just about fucking Shaws of Sunset oh my God. or Below Deck. I'm telling you, I need to start like actually like making that list like I did in my notes when I watch and Housewives you're fucking, episodes. Oh, hilarious. you're not in the book club. But that book no. club they're in could be a podcast. No, I don't we know have why. our own TV club. Yeah, your TV club should be a podcast. You're not in that group chat. I'm it sorry. It just doesn't make sense to leave the content on the table, especially because I could do all the work. You guys could just show up and talk about the, sh- the shit. Hey, listen Ugh, to me. That's such a commitment, though. Um. It's been two How years. How perfect I've been on the show. is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I love it. I love it's it. It's such Although a good. I will say, Keenan and I were just saying that, like, at the end of this latest season, like, I don't feel. I, I feel like I felt like this because I'm a Housewives connoisseur. I have watched since day one. I am a Housewives super fan. I'm starting to branch out into the other countries uh, that I can find on Peacock, I think. Oh, really? Peacock and Hulu. There's yeah. other, there's Real Housewives in yeah, other I countries? I started Real Housewives of Durban in South Africa and like it oh, is I would wild. Watch, I would watch the fuck out of it. It is I, wild. And they like language switch to, it's really cool. And it's a beautiful country and all the women are so amazing because they're like real women too. You know, it's not like Beverly Hills where they're all on a Zempic and like eating three carbs You know a day. what? I think I could get me some Ozempic. <laughs> Probably. I think I think my doctors would give it to me. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like I'm in a oh, VIP club. You but have, we're I back mean, on I'm, anyway. Oh. Housewife super fan. I have watched forever. I'm so glad Keenan's catching up. I walked away from the season of Salt Lake City not liking any of the housewives necessarily. They're all in a very big uproar of chaos, and then Jen Shaw just went to prison. Like right. she just started right. her federal time. Right. So it's like I'm in. You know, they that, didn't really talk hard, about Mary. It's hard being for me watching. Oh, because we were watching season two. Yeah, it's hard for me watching, knowing that she just reported to prison a couple weeks ago. Oh, like this one days ago. This latest season is horrible <laughs> because she's still talking about how she's innocent, and I'm sorry, she's not innocent. That like fe- well, and they've been, the other been, girls. What ninety? The other girls right? have been saying that since day one. It's that oh, yeah. the FBI would not fucking come get you. No, if there wasn't some time. actionable shit. Yeah, and the FBI persecution would rate, fucking love. To turn the other cheek on some shit. If it was, I mean, it really has to be predatory and negative in such a way that you either upset somebody that's connected to the FBI or you upset somebody that it's going to become, it's going to come to light so publicly that they have to do something to hold you accountable. They're not. Right. targeting you're not jfk well, she's not the first housewife to go to prison to reason i said that's a keaton i yeah. said i said i mean you would think they all would have learned 
And then on Potomac, if you right are now, doing something illegal, yeah. maybe don't sign up to do a TV reality show. TV show. That's so crazy. It's exactly what happened to Andrew laundry. Tate. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. That's a minute. why Beverly Hills is so boring and frustrating at times because they're all so that elitist rich like you don't talk about our problems in yeah. public like so it's all this fake made up drama and it's like no just be real like i want to know why the hilton sisters hate each other i want to know why kathy hilton has so much pull over kyle and like yeah there's stuff on reddit i read all of it i'm a literal housewives stan fun fact megan king formerly edmonds formerly biden Lives in Kirkwood, two blocks away from my brother. What? Yeah. A Biden? Yeah. In Kirkwood? Yeah. What? I'm saying. When she's here. I don't know if she's here. I try to follow her on social media just because she's like from St. Louis. <sighs> she's just a lot. And Jim Edmonds <coughs> is a messy bitch and he's a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on his like seventh mar- marriage, I think. Who? Like stop. Jim Edmonds, former Cardinals player. He's oh, now an fuck. announcer. Yeah, Fox Edmonds. Sports Midwest. Yeah, with the I'm hip. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was married to a Biden. Allegedly on the down low. He's DL? Allegedly. With a Biden? No. She was a Biden after she was his wife. So they got divorced and then she married Joe Biden's second nephew or I don't know, something like Jesus. that. Jesus. And did you see then Hunter they got Biden? divorced like two weeks later, like annulled or something like in a crazy short amount of time. That happens with those gay celebrities a lot. That's what well, happened with Kenny Chesney and yeah. Renee Zellweger. Well, I wonder, you know, and, and I, my heart goes out to Megan. They have a special needs child and he's a terrible father. Like if they were building a house together and they got a divorce and he made, forced her to leave the house because he was going to either keep it or sell it. I don't remember, but he was kicking her out and his children and when he was doing a walkthrough after she moved out, he was talking about how disgusting the prior tenants had been. And it's like, that's your wife and fucking youngest kids, bro. Like, what is wrong with you? People are crazy. He's such a douche. So, okay, so good. So um, uh, we're caught up on the housewives. <laughs> no, but I think Salt Lake is the perfect thing to interject from that franchise in this time of we just finished sister wives and the oh, sister yeah. wives drama was heating up and then now we have oh 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 now I we have real housewives that can you imagine if we had fucking one percent sister wives we had rich sister wives oh my god can we do a season of real housewives where they're they're all sister wives okay can we so do a, we're all like me and Ellie and Keenan all are talking about Mormonism right now because we all did the sister wives. Are you guys thing, converting? We're all watching. God, yeah, we're all going to be your sister wives. <laughs> oh no no no! You're, <laughs> no, you're no, like no. that's how that would work. That's how that would work. Is there is there somebody we could all marry that none of us would have to sleep with because he won't ask? <laughs> so anyway, and then the latest season of Housewives of Utah, Salt Lake City, whatever, just finished. So. A while back, before Ellie and Keenan were into the uh, getting into Mormonism and stuff and learning about it, because it's wild. <laughs> learning about it, not yeah. getting into it. <laughs> no, they're gonna convert. No, I'm kidding. Um, Can we talk about Joseph Smith? There was a <laughs> there was a huge uproar on Mormon TikTok because there were like these like Mormon moms who pretended to be perfect and like all BFFs, and it ended up that they were all all the couples were soft swinging, but then like two of the people from two of the couples were actually cheating on their spouses like outside of the rules of the in whatever with the swinging. 
And then that went crazy. And the whatever with the swinging. And, and, and one Meringue. of the moms. <laughs> ah, shut up. One of the moms um, just got arrested on suspicion of domestic violence today. Against who? I'm going to say her own child. Mm, fuck. That Which family was this? That's one of the, it was the Mormon TikTok swinging family. Right. Um, Cody Brown only has one wife. Uh, and that was not the deal. <laughs> she did not sign up for that. Okay, yes, she did, though, because, again, we've talked about this off the show. But Robin did not grow up in polygamy. Her mother was the mistress. That's right. And that's why they would, like, never. they didn't all grow up together. So, like, she's. I mean, she's, she's acting just repeating like it's a polygamy, cycle. but it's she's really just. But that's, that's how those. Doing. You know what, though? That fucking show that we were watching. Um, what's is it? Escaping. Oh yeah, escaping polygamy. Escaping polygamy one is so good. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to do all the talking like they do, but no. they have to fill the time. I get it, but just the actual stuff that they're doing is so compelling. Uh, emancipating these usually young women from polygamous families but the insight into how those families actually live yeah is that like the dad's never around well, and they eat like so they eat secrecy. like old food like the whole house smells like old food well i mean they have stockpiled food right because they believe in an apocalyptic situation and no but also like they don't have any money so they, they well, that's get, true yeah they, but they're they also get, they're buying in bulk so you right. know sometimes stuff bulk goes bad. i mean yes there are impoverished families eating trash yes there are dumpster diving families who only get their food from I, yes there are horrible horrible things in it but i'm just saying uh but they're so, so secretive in their religion and and their religious temple and everything surrounding it it's so bizarre it's so weird we've talked about this that they don't believe that pretty much anybody other than white people <laughs> are going to get in the true kingdom of heaven. They right. can get in the outer lying areas right. of heaven, even if they convert to Mormon right. Mormonism, but mm -hmm. they won't be able to fully well, be in the Well, and that always confused me about these different groups too, because the Jehovah's Witnesses used to come by my mom's house all the time when oh, we lived yeah. in Garquid. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I would always talk to them because- I couldn't remember if it was them or Mormons that came by, but they were well, the Usually black, Jehovah's Witnesses over there. The black pants with the black tie and the t-shirt. Yeah, but they would yeah. send this beautiful girl over. She was like, uh, she looked like- like, Ooh, that's creepy because she, she looked, always had boys. Ew. Uh, she could, well, she looked like my wife, kind of. Like she, uh, and she kind of had like that kind of aesthetic. You yeah. know what I mean? Kind of like a, you know the the type and um, soft goth. Soft goth, exactly. But she was a Jehovah's Witness all of a sudden, which I loved. And so I would always talk to them, and I'll pray with them, and I'll be like, "Yeah, read me the Bible. Let's get in there. Let's get into it." <laughs> but because my thing is, I think a hundred years ago I would have been uh, a priest. If you look at my family history. Uh, we were deeply, deeply involved in like organized Catholicism for like the last hundred something years, right? Yeah. And um, I know that about your family, but okay. Yeah, I mean that's my mom's family, especially. They all went to Catholic school. We were the yeah. first generation of kids my to go. To super Catholic, other than like my immediate. Well, and family. so if you look at like, especially look at all my eccentricities and whatnot, um, the only thing I would have really had a clear path towards would have been the clergy. Yeah, because I got well, I've gotten Would a you celibate though for, for the Lord. <laughs> I probably. <laughs> I mean, let's assume that uh, let's assume that I ever Did you had watch a, evil. No, Ugh. 
Okay. I think that's a bigger deal than people think it you is. You guys need to watch Evil. It's on Paramount Plus. Because Keenan would like it. I would get to perform every week. Well, and I would have, you know, people would come to me. Are you working their, at a church right now? Uh, it's not a church. It's a uh, it's a humanist congregation. Uh-huh. So uh, I applied to a job to be a production manager for a for a uh, one of those big mega churches, though, because I could make all their video content and stuff. And that would be sweet. Do you have a ghost in your basement? No, I got two big cats. Why? I'm just asking. Why? What's down here? I thought I saw a ghost in your monitor. No. Okay. Impossible. I'll ask Keenan. <laughs> <coughs> I don't spend that much time down here. I don't but know. But the Jehovah's Witnesses, my thing is, why are you recruiting? Because aren't like only like seven of you ever going to get in heaven anyway? They think it's only like 250,000 people. Because the more heaven. people they recruit, the more money they can get. I mean, the Mormon church is like being sued right now because somebody uncovered like millions of dollars in proxy companies that the church has been hoarding. Like... It's like the Catholic yeah. Church. Like, yeah, that really bankrupt Vatican City. Honest to God. Yeah, they got loot. We've talked about that on this show before. Barry King said the Vatican is just a pile of loot from it's, it is the empire. It is. And there's a whole secret underground library in the Vatican that like not that many people are allowed to go in. So like, what parts of our history are we missing? What parts of the Bible are we mm. missing? Like, please, the part where Jesus was black, right? Well, brown, right? Muslim. Well, I mean, that's not a skin color. No. That was weird. <laughs> How's that weird? Uh, you tell me that traditional Jewish didn't, or Jesus didn't look like a Muslim man? A, st a stereotypical Muslim man in like a, a Like a Middle point? Eastern gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Most of the Middle East is Muslim, right? But I'm just—I just don't. I've he dated was a white Jew. Muslims. I know. Yeah, I love a. a you know what? I love a white Muslim. White when you can get a white Muslim, that is the most confusing thing to me. I love ethnic white dudes. Sure. Oh yeah. Like uh, I had the whole Bosnian phase. Yeah, it didn't I, really go away. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, and I get it. <laughs> I love the, my favorite thing in the world is the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that's my demo whatever demographic that is. That's my thing. They're too skinny. Maybe no, I like them. I like them. Uh, I like them athletic, but not beefy. Not NFL. You know, I like a lean athlete. No, I like NFL. Yeah, you do like NFL. You like <laughs> I them, like them big. You like them with a face tat and like a like a like a horseshoe in their nostril. Yeah. Um. Yep. Well, yeah, they they all look like they have bad credit, and most of them do. I wouldn't even consider most of them to be in the banking system. <laughs> the ones I've met, I would be I'd be surprised. That's not just dudes. I'm well. That just makes me sound worse. <laughs> I'm just thinking like uh, I'm just thinking that the Shout ones I can think of. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't even consider they would have a checking account. They have like a wallet, and then they have like a sock full of five hundred dollars in singles for emergencies. That's a little low. Not in the sock. Rubber bands. They band it up, and then I just worry about that. I don't trust myself. I, you know, how often I lose my keys, and I mean, you should see me looking for my vape this morning. Yeah, no, I know. Can you imagine if I had just bands? I was just talking about this with the client because one of my buddies <laughs> from back in the day hit me up on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, man, what's up? It's been so long. Like, we haven't talked since uh, COVID, on maybe pre-COVID, yeah. honestly." God, maybe before that, he had just moved to Vegas. Anyway, um, I was like, hey, man, how are you? Like, I haven't talked to you in forever. What's going on? And he was like, oh, not much. Still locked up. 
Oh my God. And I was like, what? And I was like, how long have you been down for? And he was like, ah, going on three years, but I have an appeal coming up. And I was like, what is, what happened? Why are you divorced? You were married a stripper. That was your end goal was marrying a stripper and you did it. And he was like, oh, we just didn't make it through all this. I'm like, well, that's understandable. Cause he killed her. But then I was like, I was like, okay, well, where are you at? You know? And he told me and I was like, all right, right on. And he was like, yeah, it's pretty chill. I mean, there are a lot of phones here. I was like, yeah, obviously. Obviously. You're hitting me up. Because that's what happened. Here's here's how I picture it in my head is the phone rings. Oh, hey, girl, what's up? Hey, where are you at? Oh, I'm still in jail. Like he picked up the phone in jail. It was Instagram. It wasn't even texting. I was like, what is going on? No, but in my head, you called him on his cell phone and he just picked it up. I wish. I uh, thought about it being like, hey, hit me up, you know, like sending my number, but right. I, I, I don't, I'm okay. Speaking of numbers. Ending karmic cycle. You could text us live at 314-626-4208 <laughs> anytime. Um, and uh, we kind of covered most recently a lot of the geopolitical stuff I've been kind of obsessed with. So today I really, I really wanted to spend a beat here on um, uh, kind of what we've been talking about. Um more of the uh, the the spiritual self care aspect of the show and the the focus that was originally the mission statement of the show was oh, lifting like up positive affirmations. Advisor? I'll totally take it seriously. That's your official oh title. Oh my god! You're, yes, you're also the family hairstylist. You do yes. everyone's hair. My yeah. whole family. Yeah. At sheer dot hair on Instagram. S C H E E R. And I really, I really do. Uh, think you're a good follow for the hair stuff on the Instagram. I have you're not the only hair person in my uh, in my game. I was in the I'm business trying to get better for five long years. You were. I'm trying to get better about it. That was one of my goals for this year, and and not necessarily like mass posting, but at least just trying to be a little mm. bit more consistent. And was that your audition video that I shot for you? Yeah, it was my, you... when I was edu- uh, auditioning to be an educator for Paul Bryant. And you're still doing that? Yes, sir. Well, see, this is great. You belong here. I we should have a standing because I'm trying to do these every week. I actually have a digital class coming up on march 13th i believe oh plug it up at sheer.hair on instagram official pulp riot educator and i love just the the crazy color stuff they have you try oh i have a really cool really cool creation there's we just launched a new collection of our like vivid colors called the wild ride and it looks like lisa frank colors it's oh my god i love lisa frank 90s vibe neon colors but like diluted neon almost anyway and we have a contest coming up and my friend jess tentatively said she would be my model and it's gonna be really 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 dope i'm really really excited excited about that i drew it up i showed you last time i was here yeah part of my whole thing my just my part of one part of my pie chart of the things that I'm into and that I follow online and whatnot is hair and makeup, of course, because yeah. of the um, I just my mom was in that business when I was a kid. And then uh, uh, and then I, I, you know, I worked adjacent to it for a minute. And uh, uh, and it's just so satisfying just seeing great hair projects come together. And you know what is a really great thing that I don't think people know about enough and maybe they do. I don't have a regular standing appointment with my hair no. professional. You know what I mean? Uh, I typically get about one hair appointment a year, and it's usually right about this time before hiring season. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I know because I do your hair. Right, exactly. I'm telling the audience. Oh. <laughs> okay. But normal people, especially professionals that, especially professional women that really have to, especially older professional women that grew up like in the like the stigma and the whole double standard thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those women um, so love and cherish that. Uh, that time and that routine for themselves. Yeah. And then with their, their, I mean, typically they always have a go-to 
yeah. stylist. Yeah, so I mean, sure. you have you have this demographic, I'm sure. I have clients who I've seen since almost the beginning of my career. I actually just had one move away. It was a very very dear client of mine that started seeing me when I was at Regis, which was my second job out of hair school. But I was only at the first one for like six months because it was pretty bogus. Um, and so I mean. I'm going on my 10th year behind the chair right now. No, I'm on my 10th year. I'm going into my 11th year in November. And so eight of that. But some some women um, that were our clients, we had some men like this too who come even more often, but they're there every six to eight weeks. Yep. You know what I mean? For two hours. And <laughs> No, I have, I mean, I have a lot of very dear clients who like I... I had one who was going through a divorce and she was like, I literally like only talk to you and my therapist about this. Cause I actually used to do her sister's hair too. So yeah. it was like, and there is, you know, and I do families, I have multiple families. In fact, I had one family, it's a husband and wife and two kids and they all came in together the other night. And when they were trying to rebook, the husband was like, yeah, we can do this all together. And I was like, I'll ask her if she wants you guys here interrupting her, her time, you know? Well, like, right. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, we should just always do this all together. It's like, you will not take this from me. You're, in-laws all within the same same week of each other normally but not at the same time no right no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> right. no. i might have had jod and doreen in, on the same day but oh i'm the sure they time. both love that Wait, i don't remember and uh um and you had little sammy in the other day Sam, that's he's my an adult that's my baby we're not boy. calling him little that's he's my baby he's my baby ugh he's 21 now i mean he's an adult man I can't wait. We're doing. I have a, his back. Did I'm you the see, baby too. He and I are going to Europe. You're not going to Europe. I'm, I'm, I know he's going to Europe. I'm uh, chaperoning. That was oh. the. I told Doug I was chaperoning. Yeah. Right. Um. Do you remember how you were talking about how it was Donnie Wahlberg that did pr prison time? Oh, you totally set and me I straight on this. You on that a couple of weeks ago, we talked. I th I was like, didn't yeah. Donnie Wahlberg go to jail? And it was actually fucking Mark fucking Wahlberg. Marky Mark Wahlberg went to jail. For spent being time in jail as fuck. What? The, and he beat that guy blind. Yeah. What? Yeah, and then started a rap career. So just you know, it's cool. But he's Catholic now, so I think that's he's his so tenet. Catholic. But real, I mean, you said you asked me like, why would he have that in his Wikipedia still? And it's like, I think honestly, as a Catholic and as somebody who owns their past and tries to move forward, doesn't excuse his behavior in the past. It doesn't make it okay. But again, all that radical acceptance—you have to accept the bad shit that you've done. I've done some bad shit in my life. I don't and I know. Accept that. If but I was I him, I'd have that scrub for my Wikipedia. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that's his. I mean, tenets, I guess it's you know? public record. I guess you can't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I think we did. We read it on the show. No. Do you got it? Do you need me to pull it up? You. Uh, I can pull it up. I just because I'd have to move. <laughs> this is what we Clay does in the show. We Facetime. We don't text. You and me? No, you text. But you texted me. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm saying it's easier for me to find it with you because we don't text we facetime each other oh i'm glad i put in the like go down to legal issues yeah because that's where <laughs> i found that's what i'm picturing <clears throat> it's not very long but it is detailed and the details are in shocking June 1986 a 15 year old Wahlberg, 15 Wahlberg, and three friends chased after three black children while yelling kill the n-word kill the n-word and throwing rocks at them the next day, Wahlberg and the others followed a group of mostly black fourth graders, including one of the victims from the fourth previous graders. day. 
taking a field trip on a beach, yelled racial epithets, threw rocks at them, and summoned other white males who joined in in the harassment. In August 18, or sorry, 1986, class action was filed against Wahlberg for violating the civil rights of his victims, and the case was settled the next month. Wahlberg perpetrated another racist assault in April 1988. Then 16, he assaulted a, vid- a middle-aged Vietnamese-American man on the street, calling him a Vietnam fucking shit, and knocked him unconscious with a large wooden It's not stick. even a slur. <laughs> no. Uh, later the same day, Wahlberg attacked Johnny Trin. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, yeah. Another Vietnamese-American punching him in the eye. When Wahlberg was arrested and returned to the scene of the first assault, he told police officers, I'll tell you now, that's the motherfucker whose head I split open. Later, Wahlberg would explain that he was on PCP at the time. What? Investigators also noted that Wahlberg made numerous unsolicited racial statements about, um, I'm not saying that, uh, but they were geared towards Asians. Wahlberg was charged with attempted murder, pleaded guilty to felony assault, felony assault, and was sentenced to two years in jail. That's not bad. Two years in jail, but served only 45 days of his sentence, which makes sense. Because he Why? didn't bail out. Have you, do you know about prison math? No. We'll come back to that. Wahlberg oh, because he didn't bail out ahead of time? Yeah. So he had time served ahead of time? Yeah. Because he was incarcerated up and until the sentencing? And then probably on, got let out on good behavior. He was probably a first-time offender being charged with anything. So, mm-hmm. And there's another factor. Right. Um, in Boston? In Boston? <laughs> Massachusetts? Uh, okay. Wahlberg believed that he had left the second victim permanently blind in one eye, although Trin later said that he had lost his eye during the Vietnam War while serving in the South Vietnamese Army, which fought alongside American forces. So, wow. Dick move. To a veteran? A in veteran. August 1992, Wahlberg fractured the jaw of his neighbor, Robert Crehan, in an attack. Court documents state that in 1992, Wahlberg, without provocation or cause, viciously and repeatedly kicked Crehan in the face, while another man, Derek McCall, held the victim on the ground. Wahlberg's attorney claimed that Wahlberg and McCall, who is black, were provoked after McCall was called a racial slur by Crehan. Sounds about right. The lawsuit was settled between the two parties, avoiding a criminal trial. I just like that Mark Wahlberg's going to kick a guy in the face in the face for using a word that he just used in an unprovoked assault five years previous. Oh, in 2006, Wahlberg said the right thing for him to do would be to meet with Trin and make amends, though he had not done so. In 2016, while requesting a pardon for his conviction for the assault on Trin. Fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. That's gross. Wahlberg said he had met with Trin and apologized for those horrific acts. Trin released a public statement forgiving Wahlberg. Good for him. Wait, but who was president when he asked? 2016. What time of year did he ask for the pardon? 2016. 2016, Jake. <laughs> Do you have to say it? But was it before or after the election? Um, it doesn't matter because that, t- that poison started two years before the 2016 election. What? What do you mean, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? 2016. Oh, but he wouldn't have been inaugurated until 2017? Yeah. No, I'm just saying that, like, the poison of that campaign started when the campaign started, not when he was elected. Oh, right. No. But I mean, but who was going to pardon Marky Mark for the racist beating? 
he applied for. Well, that was the next section. If you just kept, let me keep reading. Oh, I didn't know. I I, <laughs> I was noticing something interesting. I'm trying to participate. We're literally reading a Wikipedia out loud right now. I'm so sorry. I do this for fun all the time. I love it. I love it. I was he applied interested. for a pardon from the state of Massachusetts. Oh, the state. My bad. Yeah. I don't know. Is Massachusetts a red state? I would think not. Maybe. They'd like to be. Ugh, I don't know. Oh. A racist will always be a racist. I don't agree with that. Uh, I do. Uh, I don't. Well, it depends on how ingrained it is, because I think a lot of the racism that's really a problem is totally unintentional and subconscious. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, to exist as a white person is pretty, like, you're inherently racist. Like, it's not really that bold of a statement. There are things that I had no idea were racist. Right, that's what I mean. Growing up, that now that I've, like, shut up and, like, taken a step back and, like, that's, yeah, that's the thing that's hard. Privilege and, like, actually listen to people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, I've, yeah. was a piece of shit that's what it takes and it's really hard for a lot of people yeah because they don't they a lot don't of people even don't know how to just shut the fuck up and listen just listen and just and just listen and because they're always responding for their lived in experience Cause, right because what happens is when you start to open up what seems like a safe productive conversation between people of different races is it feels like we're going to be in a space where we're just listening and we're hearing the well, different perspectives, like, but everyone's always jumping the gun to be like, well, I just feel like right. people worry too much about, I'm like, whoa, 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 you're not listening. Right. You're trying to use this as an opportunity to try to correct some issue that you've identified separately, but it doesn't even have to do with what we're talking about. Listen to these people and listen to how they've been hurt and how they've been um, uh, marginalized mm-hmm. and just think about from their perspective, how that would feel. And then it doesn't really matter what you feel about, like, all the big arguments about right. uh, all this people or all that people. Well, nobody, okay, I shouldn't say nobody. Generally speaking, decent human beings, not good, not bad, decent, don't want, they're not intentionally trying to be racist, right? Ra- their racism is coming from a place of ignorance compared to a Which is also choice. not malicious. Right, exactly. But- so initially, if someone says, hey, you're being racist, like you want to be like, no, I'm not. And you automatically go into defense mode. And 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 I have caught myself doing that. And in, in just in general, people criticizing me, I immediately get defensive. And then I'm like, OK, hold on. Like, wait a second. If somebody is saying I'm doing something, it doesn't matter what my intent is. It matters how it affected them. And if they're hurt by it, then I want to know why it hurt. And I want to know how I can change that behavior so that I yeah. no longer hurt that person or in general peoples right like i just want to be respectful of other human beings mm-hmm. like well, we talked about it should polygamy be legal and it's like well i don't really want to judge somebody but there are a lot of legal niches that would have to be thought about in order for that to be done well, in a way that doesn't because for me that would system. include we would have to legalize uh multiple legal marriages because those women deserve to be uh, right. defended as a legal spouse yes. in the case of but custody or that? finances when things go awry how do you prove that you're like living a polygamous life and that like would you have to get signatures from the other wives in order to marry to have it be a legal marriage i because don't think i don't think it would be a problem cheating i don't think it would be a problem to add lines for names to yeah. a marriage license i think that would be smart i think if you have to do that I, you have to legalize I, prostitution but what? If you're going to legalize polygamy, how would you not legalize prostitution where women have more control over their bodies and situation? 
Oh, I just don't think they're equated. Well, I mean, I, I think, think the, the the nuances and the need for protection for. But you mean like in a just people. world, if we're going to move to the place where we're going to yeah. legalize and regulate polygamy, yeah. then we should legalize and regulate yes. prostitution. And I do believe that legalizing and regulating prostitution would actually probably prevent a lot of the trafficking that people act like they're they're so worried about when you talk about legalizing it. I mean, I think when it's completely illegal. Trafficking's happening anyway, and it's not happening right. to blonde soccer moms in downtown Kirkwood, I'm just saying. Right. And so I mean it's and it's mostly happening to minors. Yeah. I mean and there's like plenty of adult women black being black and brown being, children yeah. and indigenous children. Yeah. Did you know that the highest percentage yes. of kidnappings happen to native women during Sturgis. The bike festival? Yep. That is when the most amount of missing um, indigenous women happen. Oh, that's insane. That's so dark to think about. Well, you're welcome. Welcome to my fucking world. Motorcyclists. These are the things that I know. Where's Sturgis again? One of the Dakotas, I think. Because you have, and so there's native, there's native populations there. Yeah. And then there's bikers coming through town from also, all over. And then you smash your girls up. Are heavily dictated by major pathways to Sturgis from different states. Like Missouri, there's not a helmet law. You don't have to wear your helmet because we're a huge pathway up to Sturgis. Fun facts. I thought you had to wear your helmet for a long time and that just got repealed a couple years ago. Uh-uh. So... How many women go missing? I don't know. It was I. That's a stat I learned a long time ago. You could Google it. That's insane. I'm not gonna Google it. I don't I, wanna, we're gonna but, go. Then we're gonna go down a rabbit hole, and I'm gonna get mad. Well, I know we're in a dark place. It doesn't need to get dark. No, I mean it's just. Um, I did tell your wife that if she was gonna kill herself, she had to wait till I moved out of state. Why? Because I don't need that trauma right now. Well, she's. If I'm out of state, then it's out of sight. I might have no offense. I care, but I don't. It, I can't stop her. If you're I'm gonna be. You're gonna be really upset. I'll even call if you. Well, yeah. I'm, yes, but I wouldn't be here. That is a weird thing to say. She thought it was funny. She appreciated it. So did Ellie. You're just not dark enough for us. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be around I mean, for that bender. I would go on. How crazy would that week be before I drank myself to death? <laughs> I would many, relapse with you. How many times could we I could get, get oh really my fucking God. weird? We could go back to Pops and I could have one of the security guards yell my full government Can we bring name. my friend Dave to Club Europe and he can punch the wall? <laughs> Why did he punch the wall here? <laughs> we got in a fight with people in the street because these guys were mad at him because he had bumped a car when we were trying to parallel park. and then he's probably drunk. Oh, yeah. And that big-ass truck of his. Yeah. yeah. Didn't I have to ask the bartender or the owner for Band-Aids? Yeah, good you, thing got, I knew yeah you got, like, medical equipment. <laughs> and, uh... There are fights there. So... <laughs> Native... Oh, Lord. See? Missing... MMIW. Surges. Also, can we talk about how Yellowstone isn't actually a TV show about, like, what people think it's about? And it's really about exposing the injustices to the Native people on their own land. Oh, well, yeah. So you wouldn't know. 
Somebody you had on in the past few episodes was talking about that. And I was like, that's wrong. That's incorrect. But it's a very good show. Sturgis hunting season. Hunting a hot season. spot for trafficking of indigenous women. Yep. Human trafficking takes place every year at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Experts say it seems to only be getting worse, and indigenous girls are a common target. Human trafficking is a major component in the missing murdered indigenous people epidemic. Experts say of girls trafficked in South Dakota, the majority of them are indigenous. The issue increases during large events like Sturgis, hunting season, and stock shows. Mm-hmm. Stock you know shows. Is that like shows? livestock? Cody. Oh, maybe. That's like gun shows. But oh, it could be a gun show. show. could be that too. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So people go there to hunt and they I kidnap know. indigenous women? Yeah. Probably like that final season of Dexter if you watched it. I didn't. Really? Not yet. Oh, it's okay. I don't care about teenage love plots i don't want to see that i don't care about influencers i'm tired of influencers wow. on any tv show i'm watching Ugh, i watch tv to escape real life i don't need real life shoved in my face unless it's reality tv yeah do you actually have notes we, you said you didn't have any notes um We've gone through them all by now. Okay. Um, my mind is just so blown. Let's, by the statistics we, about women missing? Jeez. Yep. I mean, I didn't get any statistics. I just saw that it well, was a Well, it was trend. like that Kansas City case where that woman ran off when the guy was in line at dropping his son off. And she had been held captive. And the black community was saying forever that they like were like, yeah, we've been missing. Like, people have been missing. Like, we've been trying to. Like, I think somebody actually tried to report the rape and they didn't take it seriously. I was like, I don't know, last year sometime? You're getting, oh. You, you want me to elaborate? Oh, God. You want me to elaborate you on that? No, I'm good. I have some. I have water. Oh, no, that's a real bummer of a topic. You're really taking it down I, a notch. You brought it up. I'm just so, well, I'm mortified. And I, um, apparently I didn't describe this well the other day. Uh, I had a, uh, a an oversized uh, edible product. Oh, yeah, your wife told me. Because we were talking about doing mushrooms. I want to do mushrooms. I love them. Okay. Because I she think said it's I could really... probably get your real answer out of you. Yeah. More so than she could. No, I did think you microdose really or did what, you like, uh, actually trip? No, 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 microdosing. I've never taken a, a trippable dose. I want to take a trip, but like, I, I would be love in the to right do that too, but I right also person. don't want to be somebody's problem for any amount of time. Well, I want to be with like the right person when I do it. Right. I think people also over romanticize it. I don't yeah. think it's as separate from reality as no, people make I mean, it I sound to where like, you, it's not like, and had ego it's not losing like, some holy form of virginity. Witty said he met a deity. Well, that's good. I bet he did. I bet he did. He probably did. Um, I just found it uh, at the time because we were in lockdown and we were mostly spending quarantine at the chalet. And uh, I would take like a tenth of a gram every other day uh -huh. or something, which is what it averaged out to. And um, it would make uh, it would make the the cannabinoids really good <laughs> and good made music know. sound excellent. But I also found at that time where I was trying to abstain from from alcohol, like I've been doing since March twenty first of twenty twenty. Proud the, of you. Uh, thanks. Um, the uh, that's coming up on three years. I think I'm almost at ten. That's crazy. Hey, yeah, 
<laughs> and uh but so and when I was when that was new, right? Mm-hmm. I would start doing the little little MD of the psilocyb mm-hmm. and uh just lovely and informative. I find um it to be really good for focusing like what your problems actually are. Yeah, shadow work for sure. Right. And that's my thing is like I want to do it to connect more with my spirituality and things like that. Yeah. Uh, it's good for that. Yeah, I've heard. Fuck, that was a long time ago. <laughs> well, I know somebody. Oh, yeah. We I mean, that's always happen. the problem, though, because I got to go to a fucking warehouse and meet a guy. You well, know I what I mean? Just, it's a I fucking... know somebody that personally. Well, mean, we were talking about this. Some. I would I love. I could have got some. I would love to get into like studying this stuff and to, and to work in the therapeutic environment. Why don't you of this go to thing. school for it? Don't Is that why you're here? Shaman, that's gross. Are you here to tell me to go to school? <laughs> no, I'm genuinely asking because like I know a bunch is? of people who like one of my homegirls. She works at Suede. I really um, feel like I need to location. be like a counselor of some kind, well, and I and I really I believe that. in I really believe in the um uh you know natural drugs as medicine thing just because of my experience with you know um i never thought i was going to quit drinking i thought i was going to let myself just die yeah of being drunk every day for a hundred years you yeah. know what i mean or however long it took um, and i really didn't care yeah and then um we got married and then we bought this house and those were like my two main life goals. Were you just like talking about like our rock bottom moments? Are you just trying to make this a very heavy? No, 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 podcast? no. It's the opposite, really. <laughs> and then, um, no, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. And then, um, you know, in quarantine, it was just like, well, there's nothing about the environment that I'm going to be in that's naturally enhanced by alcohol. No. And I really got physically sick after the last time I got yep. drunk. I drank every ounce of alcohol in the house. And I was sick for like five days. I bet. And, um, and I was just like, I don't want to do that again. And then between cannabis and then the the psilocybs mm-hmm. and the uh, and whatnot, uh, I was able to over the course of several months kind of work through a place where uh, I didn't black out at all, so I didn't check out of anything. I didn't have any real vacation from my mental health. Yep, you got you know to face I mean? it head on. Yeah, and it, but in a way that was like exciting because it's like, well, I had to fucking live in this body every day. Yeah. So if I'm going to stay in it, for sure, then I should probably work on the parts of it that are the most distracting. And that yeah. that combination of uh, psilocybin and cannabis and diet coke and rock and roll. Uh, oh my god! And alone time and Mother Nature and uh, I never thought. I mean, God, back in the day, like it, when we were when I worked at Emos, it was like a novelty. When I would smoke pot, like everybody was like, well, it was fucking, it was a fucking felony back then. George Bush was in the White House. We thought we were going to prison. Smoker, like I always was, like a drinker, and then it evolved to other things. I've never really known you to have more than a couple drinks, though. I was always the most sober out of everybody in the group, but I. But, there were but that's not saying much. The bar no. is kind of low. Right. Yeah. Right. I, guess. I mean, there, there's photos of me dancing on a bar with Ellie. To be the most sober person working in the pizza kitchen, the bar right. is not that high. Right. Right. Yeah. We're not at church. No. But, you know, like, and so when I started smoking weed, it was because I was coming off my Lexapro, which I love Lexapro. It is my go-to antidepressant when I need to get on them. Um, and oh, maybe but I no matter what. 
I get withdrawals. If I taper off, if I go cold yeah. turkey, I get withdrawals. And so that's when I started smoking pot. Last time I ran out of my Paxol, I got so sick. Yeah. And like, and For so like five days. I, mean, I literally, I didn't realize what was going on. And I was, oh, I was also taking yeah. 350 milligrams of trazodone a night. Oh, yes. I was a lot. Anyway. Yes. Um, this is the best episode of this podcast. This is so good. <laughs> this is so hashtag relatable is my fucking <laughs> least favorite word on the planet. I hate hashtag blessed, but I fucking Cali sober hashtag blessed. Yeah, it's the but best. No, weed really you know what? The new thing. Life. Somebody, Ellen Cook. Shout out to Ellen Cook, my hero, uh, local singer, songwriter, bartender, uh, uh, lady of of song, uh, uh, powerful influence on my my life creatively. And she just posted something the other day. Um, what is a good term? Uh, instead of California sober, and I said high and dry, baby. <laughs> ki, ki, ki. That's a beautiful Radiohead song too. I don't listen to Radiohead. You definitely don't listen to Radiohead. No. You like Little John. Pitbull. You like Pitbull. <laughs> Mister Three Hundred Five. Roomba. No, I mean, and I do drink occasionally. Like I just have to keep it in check because. Like, especially right now when I'm very much teetering on the line of okay and not okay. And like, mm -hmm. I just want chaos because. Because that's what you feel like chaos. you deserve because you're upset. Well, no, yeah. not that. It's just that when, when things in my life are calm and peaceful, I get uncomfortable because I didn't have that environment for a very long time. And I just kind of came out of a situation where it was constant chaos, even if I was aware or not aware of it. And so I think that was one of the biggest adjustments after that was just being at alone and in at peace. Like it was just peace. It was quiet. It was uncomfortably quiet. I'm sure you can relate to that fucking feeling. Oh yeah. But like, again, that's the kind of shit that forces you, you know, like rejection is protection. And when a fucking door shuts, a window opens, you know, like, mm -hmm. Other opportunities are going to come in. And so what do I need to learn from the lesson that I just had? And how do I take that and move forward in my life and honor the pain and emotion that I'm feeling while also not being sucked into it? You yeah. know, like having it be my whole, like I can still get up and I can come here and I can laugh with you and we can talk shit and all of that. <clears throat> it's not weighing me down so much that I'm oppressed by it. Yeah. Because you still have to get up and you still have to, My, my I always say like, you wake up every day and you choose whether or not you're going to be a piece of shit. So stop choosing to be a piece of shit. Yeah. And that was a lot easier for me to do when I was drinking because nothing yeah. seemed valuable at all. So like, it was easy just to yep. get like so I could get blackout drunk by the end of happy hour on Friday. No, we were in New Orleans together. Oh, my that God. That might have been the drunkest you've ever seen me other than that night. I don't after remember the, seeing you. After the Kirkwood Emos Christmas party where I invited people over and I forgot. And you went straight to bed. <laughs> you like went to the, sh you said everyone's coming over and you got in the shower. I didn't remember saying that everybody was coming over. Which is weird because there were still tequila in the bottle of tequila you had been drinking. Which if I was as drunk as you were at that point, I would have drank at least yeah, one whole of those. I wasn't just drinking tequila. We were drinking beer. Oh, <laughs> That emo's fucking Amberbach hangover. <laughs> I would open that salon at 8 a.m. on Saturdays every week, having just gotten home oh, from yeah. drinking Amber Bucket oh, yeah. Emos until the wee hours of the morning. There was one day we sat out there drinking until the sun was out. 
I do that a lot. Oh God, it's we awful. We would have like employee meetings on a Sunday morning, and we'd close on Saturday night, which back then was like what twelve thirty. You're done by one o'clock, and then you sit out there and you chill and you talk, and then it's like, well, shit, we got to be back here in five hours. Let's just fucking stay up, go get breakfast, and come here, and then go home and crash until we have to work tonight. Oh, whoa! It's nice though. I don't. I mean, I went out Saturday night to a friend's, a couple of friends in two different bands. Which I don't know why, but I keep on meeting people who are in bands of like my friends. Like your homie in one of uh-huh. your bands delivered my Jimmy John's. I got the sticker you got me right here. Swamp, Swamp Lion. Swamp Lion. Hashtag to Swamp Lion. Yes. Shout out. I love this sticker. Kyle I love this Deckard band. Kyle on name. the drums. Who? Kyle Deckert. Is my oh, I know him. Drums. You don't know Kyle Deckert. Yes, I do. What does he look like? He's probably got tattoos. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyway, and then uh, my Kyle Decker. Friend, we're, we're friends on Facebook. Have you met him through me? My friend Jaina's husband. Yeah, he's married to Jaina Sue. Yeah. Anyway, and he had then a birthday so recently. Swamp Lion and Murtaugh, Murtaugh, Maddie Mo. Oh, he's got a big singer. old tattoo. Yeah, Kyle's covered in tattoos. He's got a beautiful. Is that a butterfly or, or a big bird? I don't have not. Oh, it's a fucking eagle on his chest. This guy's Derek the real Kyle. deal. He's drinking a Miller Lite on the beach. He's one of the realest dudes I know. Hey, they also both him and Jaina not drinking anymore. They're and he's, both and he's in a band sober. called Swamp Lion. Swamp Lion, yes, metal. So I was at a metal show at the sinkhole. I love it. I love the sinkhole. sinkhole? I, I hate I it. I play there all the time. It's so tiny. You know, we talked about that's the guy we were talking about last time when Clay was on here. I totally think I was trying to like hook up with this guy and he's the sound guy at the fucking sinkhole and i was blackout drunk with clay on south grand and we went back to clay's oh, yeah, 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 apartment yeah. on wyoming and but i how got long, back the there hasn't been open that long what how long has the sinkhole been open no but this wasn't there was a, sca- a gap of time between that story okay, and now okay, 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 okay. and and uh a couple of years i think the sinkhole but um not it wasn't open as long as back then this was like 10 years ago yeah. but i think it's the same guy he's older now and uh i just I said, do you want to go back to my brother's apartment and drink beer and play guitar? And then I fell asleep as soon as we got there. And, uh, but I, I actually, uh, I like playing there. It's a, but it's a tiny, tiny place it's in the so neighborhood. It's so small. And, and it the was neighborhood packed. is I weird. Mean, it got pretty packed. There were. I like to stand out front on the other side of the window. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If somebody set off fireworks, like 50 fireworks in the middle of Broadway. Well, that's the thing. Sure, you I was could outside. Get... It was for sure gunshots or fireworks. It's kind only. of a war zone. I dipped. But oh, I was saying with like friends and bands of bands. So I like posted that I was at that show, right? They have another one coming up, I believe, next weekend at the sinkhole, too. Trying to I'm plug book for my something friend. with Swamp Lion. You should. Um, they also have a couple of shows coming up. They're posting about them Swamp Lion, Murtaugh. Probably both have Facebook pages. Um, I was texting one of my homies that I had invited to the show. I like told him about it, but I wasn't like, I never gave details. And he was like, I said something about being at the sinkhole and how I didn't really like, it was a very small venue, cash only bar. And he was like, oh my God, I was about to go to that show tonight. And he's like, I have two buddies who are in, who are in Murtaugh. And I was like, well, who the fuck do you know in that band? Cause I know people in that band. And then I posted about it and Witty hit me up and his roommates in Swamp Lion. And then your bandmate delivered jimmy johns to my apartment it was calling me and i was like what well, and, is happening and witty was working the door at bob's when Bl- no antics played there oh okay yeah so you know it's a small town i am the membrane holding this community together are you if i died right now this whole town would come to a, a screeching halt in this town that's what i'm saying yeah between you and me we're kevin bacon yes 
Yes. Um, yeah. I guess this is as good as a spot as any. I love you so much. Oh, I love you. Uh, we've talked about this before, but when we first met, it was August 25th, 2005. Yep. The White Stripes were in town, and I was going to the show that night, and yep. school had just started. I was wearing a jean skirt, Uggs, and an oh, American Eagle And your hoodie. hair was weird then. It was bottle blonde. No, I had highlights, I you think. No, it was, highlight- it was dark with the highlights, yeah. Yeah, and the red. I had- That's when they launched Cherry Cola from Redkin. Yeah, Chinese. it was Cherry Cola. Yep, I had those as low lights. Anyway. And so I shouted down the hallway, does anybody have any eyeliner? And you hooked a girl up. I said, I only have brown. Is that okay? My Aunt Claire took me to that. And her... Technically, Keenan and I were friends first in all of our whole friends. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would say that you said it like the country. Now people are going to be like, what? You sound more exotic. She's white as white. Wouldn't it be great if she was like Hilaria Baldwin and she just wanted to be Colombian? Yeah. She does speak Spanish. We met in Spanish class. Do you That's know, why I said it like and that. And you know who Keenan loves more than anyone? Me. Shakira. <laughs> who is from? Yep, I mean, come full circle or what? I think we should do this more often. Let's we'll talk off mic about a, a regular recurring thing. How often to do the spiritual advising? I think if we had a monthly horoscope segment, I don't think that's a bad idea. Because I had to start doing these every week because that's the name of the show. So uh, a lot of podcasts do like thirty-five or forty episodes a year. I would really like to do one episode for every week of this year. So uh, not a big deal. I love it. And this would be a good time slot for it because I work late on Mondays like this. But I don't even know. The live streams, I mean, when you stream this late, I don't even know if it matters. But, I mean, who knows? We're just, it's guerrilla warfare out here, y'all. Guys, that's another episode of Jacob V Weekly. High five. We did it. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Google, whatever. Bing it. Please subscribe, rate, review, do something with it so I can get some fucking metrics up in here. Uh, we have an Instagram page for the show at Jacob V Weekly. You can find us on Facebook, Jacob V Music and Podcasts. Um, you can at contact the show. Please, at Sheer Hair on Instagram. I'm taking new clients. Please. This is the official V family fucking hairstylist. Color specialist master. I'm going to turn your mic off if you interrupt me again. Hugging myself. Fuck. Add sheer hair on Instagram. Sheer dot hair. S C H E E R. Yes. Loving it and really, truly a great Instagram follow and uh, uh, loving it. Um, uh, we plug the music at the top of the show. Patreon.com/slash/Jacob V. Hit a girl up. Be safe. 